Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is so great to have your company today for episode 329. This week on the show, we're going to hit up all the latest news and then jump into a brilliant movie review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <clears throat> Mutant brilliant. Mayhem. There's well, already some descent in the room. <laughs> Joining me today from Shut the up, Toy Dave. Power studio, we've got Frank. Hello, hello. Ben. G'day, g'day. Scotty. Cowabunga, dudes. And our very special guest from Dave's Video Graveyard, Dave and Casey. Hey, Welcome. Hey, guys. Hello. Thank you for having us. Great to have you back. And everyone's sporting a uh, brightly coloured shirt. We, some, are, uh, sort of. we are super excited to be here talking about the most fantastic four characters that have ever been on screen mm. or anything, comic books, doesn't matter what it is. The real Fantastic Four are the Ninja Turtles, and I'm excited to talk about it. Well, it will beat uh, any Fantastic Four film ever put to screen. Agreed. Amen. <laughs> it's, not, it's, a it's a low bar. It's a low bar. All Should we jump into it? Uh, yeah, what are we doing, sorry? We're doing some news. Thank you. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? Should we start off with some giant news? Who's doing this? I'm sitting right here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about the Marvel Legends HasLab Giant Man Kickstarter or crowdfunding. Mm. HasLab. Been going for two weeks now. Two weeks. Mm -hmm. 30 days to go. I I haven't looked, but surely it's there by now. Well, we had 10,000 backers was the first tier. Mm. And for a $199 US figure of this size, of this scale, you think it's a shoe-in? Yeah, you would, yeah. It's got to be there. Where do we think we're at two weeks in? I reckon it's in the 9,000s. Three bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. We've got 3%, 9%. I've well, seen it, so I can't comment. Uh, I know then throw is. a number quickly. Uh, seven, five. Seven, five? No, we have just today gone over 5,000. What? Oh, halfway? Five yeah, wow. we've gone yeah, halfway. Okay. So we're a third in. I mean, it's still, what, how many days to go? 30 days to go. 30 days? Yeah. Oh, look, I think these things have a bit of legs at the end. Yeah. Because it's giant, man. Is it just a mannequin? And they're like... So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know, like, before the internet, would they crowdfund things like, you know, those little tins that you put money in at the outside of the short the shops? Like, oh, we're trying to make giant man. Can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I want to see that. Now. Yeah. yeah, I want to see to crowdfunding old school. <laughs> well, I did the math. I, I might have talked about it. I did the math on the Thundercats lair that recently got crowdfunded by mm. Super Seven. Yeah. It was a what six hundred and fifty dollar ticket mm. price with a hundred dollars yeah. shipping. It ended up being like 
1.5 million or two million dollars worth. The number of, of backers. Yeah, like yeah. by the time you do all the backers, like it's yeah, wow. it's a lot of loose change in a tin. Some of these toys. It's just a really big tin. Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> screws with duck size. You can just jump into it. With the cat sled, did they get to the third tier? Nah. So the astral didn't, didn't even get the second one. Did they it? did get the second one. Oh, okay. the second one, yeah, but sure. didn't make the astral projection right, line. Right. So disappointing, but not I'm a huge a, miss. I'm though. okay with yeah, that. Yeah, I really yeah. wanted the lab. Yeah. The yeah. Tiger's yep. Lab or Panther's cool. Lab. Um, what else do we have to say about that? Is that just we think, think it's going to get there? I think it'll get there. Yeah, yeah it, it'll gather legs towards the the last week, like they all do. Hmm. It, and it, but it's the, the the stretch goals on this were pretty pretty lackluster. It was like a couple of alternate heads, and that was about it. Yep, they're not really inspiring. Hmm. I really think they should go one more, introduce a late one that just blows it away and just makes everyone want to jump on you board. You do like a, like a wasp, you know, vintage wasp figure, but yeah. to scale that's, you know, probably comes out as like a two-inch figure type yep. thing. Hmm. Anyway. All right. What else have we what got? Else? I can't. Scott's got control of the screen and there's no... <laughs> We've got Scott's got control. Aquaman, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom figures coming out. So... Previous film we saw Aquaman riding a shark. What is better than Aquaman riding a shark? Two Aquaman- sharks. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman riding a seahorse. Amber Heard's character riding a shark. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's that's the um, you know the unlocked here. I gotta say though, I mean, as cool as you know, a shark riding a shark is the ultimate power move. But riding a seahorse, it looks pretty cool. It like, does. It does. I gotta yeah. say, the design of this. Film is lovely. The color palette is very nice, but geez, it looks it looks tired and old. This film it looks like something we've seen, Already. you know, yeah, hundred times before. I haven't watched the trailer yet because I, you know, the first. Oh, have trailer... you seen the first Aquaman film? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. The it's, it's the same. It's the same characters. I've heard villains and things coming back and all that. So. I honestly but Patrick thought Wilson's a good guy now. Oh, yeah, right. I think a lot of mums will take their kids to see it for reasons. <laughs> I honestly thought it was the first movie again. Yeah, again. Because they did, this was the classic one where they did a trailer for the trailer. <laughs> yeah, did you trailer see that? Starting three now. days. You're like, what is this that? trailer dropped. <laughs> no, it wasn't starting now. It was literally a trailer for go, the trailer. Go, go. <laughs> Have you noticed the thing now with trailers where they play the, the most exciting part of the trailer? Like in a boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then the trailer starts from the start. We have got to the point where we can't even concentrate for a film trailer. Yeah. They have to give us <laughs> the TikTok highlights at the start. It's like, I'm surprised now they'll start releasing film trailers where here's the trailer. And on this side, it's someone playing Subway Surfer. Just so, like, because we're so short attention span. Yeah. We need to have something on both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that so much more when I watch an old trailer for something from the 90s and it's a few minutes long and yeah. it goes into such an exposition. I'm like, yeah. wow. You have, the, you have the voiceover that tells mm. you the entire plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but who would have thought that seeing, like think back to the the orange and green Aquaman that yep. we all traditionally knew. Mm. If someone told you, oh man, saw this trailer, Aquaman's riding a seahorse. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, is Are that Batman sure? Brave and the Bold? Yeah, that Brave and the horrific. Bold. That was his off shoot called Seaman. <laughs> it looks so fantastic. And I don't even care. And I'm I'm not invested with the Justice League anymore because like who even is the Justice yeah. League now? They gave me Keaton Batman. I'm happy yep. for the rest of my life. Done. I don't need to see anything again. But who goes forward? So Wonder Woman. 
Aquaman and is that it? I don't know. I wonder whether Nevin has been going backwards and forwards. Gal said at one point she was, and then whoever it was, Gunn and Safran, just sort of went, no, nah, actually, no. And then Patty Jenkins said yes, so no one actually really that, they just got to re- like, At this point, you just got to reboot well, it. Just yeah. let- Do you know what's really good about Blue Beetle? Because I don't. I no. Seen it. I was just going to say that. Like, who in this room has even thought about no, seeing it? No. Like, I am... I am waiting for it to come out and streaming. And I'm... It looks like a, a straight-to-video sort yeah, of movie. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Look, maybe it's got its place. Yeah. I, I listen to a you know a DC podcast, yeah. DC On Screen, and they were really... I mean, they love everything. I mean, you mm. could shit a DC and it would... They'd love it, right? Yeah. So I think they, they, go were... the, they go the Kevin Smith route of like, yeah. this is the best thing ever. I'm going to cry. Oh, look. <laughs> maybe not that far. Not the best thing ever, but... They definitely want to pump it up. They certainly yep. don't want to be seen to be negative and then that would reduce ticket sales. Sort of like mm. Darren would approach oh, talking about a, right. a, a movie. Next week episode, I could have used some Darren positivity, but yeah. we'll get to that next <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, look, I think everyone's lost interest. I, look, I think Blue Beetle to me looked like a Power Rangers movie. Like it just looked kind of like a TV style. I don't yeah. know if that's where they're going with their choice of color palette yep. or the you know the acting or something it just let's face it it looked, it looked no different than that um power rangers 2018 movie it like didn't just, did it just to me. in the scale the scope yeah and cgi i've taken away how big movies look now like if not used properly it's now like it's a crutch rather than like a, a flourish that makes something better mm. so you don't know how bad things are anymore because they may have spent a couple hundred thousand dollars more on cgi than you know they could have spent somewhere else. So yep. it's hard to tell now. It's, yeah. It's going to suck. Everything. <laughs> I just don't it's know what DC going to tell, do. But it's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> that's my default. Yeah. But is anyone honestly excited about anything coming forward other than John Cena coming back for Peacemaker? I just uh, don't care. I, I, you yeah. know what I'm really, really yeah. genuinely excited about? Um, the new Compound V uh, Boys uh, yes. Yes. series. That's Generation V. Generation V, yeah. Nice. I, I'm so psyched. I, st- I re- re-watched the whole Boys series uh, in uh, high yes. for this um, thing, all three seasons or whatever they're up to. I do so. love the there's a behind-the-scenes story because Arnold Schwarzenegger's son is actually in Generation V. Oh, cool. don't know who he does, what he plays yeah, or anything. yeah. He was on set visiting the boys the day that they shot the the Ant Man equivalent scene. That was the, thing. So the tunnel. Yeah. His, his dad had been bragging, telling everyone, "Oh, I'm so excited! You know, my son's going to be part of this thing." He sent a selfie standing next to that the, yeah, the wow. prop. Yeah. To yeah. his dad, his dad's like, "What are you what, doing? What, what are you this? working on?" It's exciting. I saw a new trailer for a new Nicolas Cage film. I can't remember the name of it, but he he basically there's starts. Two, there's two new ones. It's an A24. That anyway. It's an A24 <laughs> film, and he just starts appearing in everyone's dream, and and it look it just looks amazing. So he becomes famous, yeah, because everyone's just he's just this like nothing kind of university professor, and then people start realizing that he's just in their dreams, just doing like nothing. He's just like walking past. And so he be- he gets his cult celebrity status because he's in people's dreams. It just looks amazing. I really want to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the track. Right. What's it called? It's called something. I'm just trying to look it up. No. Anyway, it looks sensational. It's called something. It sounds a bit like, you know, in Futurama where they could purchase advertising space in your dreams. Yeah. So he, he wanted those, like, um, some underpants and then there was bachelor chow as well. It was like this food ad in his dreams. <laughs> 
That's really funny. Can we try and guess what it's called? Dream, Dream scenario. scenario. Dream, Dream scenario. scenario. Okay. Yeah. Ah, righto. Check it out. Hapless family man Paul Matthews find his life turned upside down <laughs> when millions of strangers suddenly start seeing him in their dreams. So when his nightmarish appearances take a nightmarish turn, Paul is forced to navigate his newfound stardom. We're in for 18 months of amazing content because of the all the screen actors' strikes yeah. and stuff. Mm. We're going to get some amazing bottom of the barrel. I think it's going to go... <laughs> Monday will be a new Liam Neeson movie. Tuesday will be Nicolas Cage. Wednesday, it's back to Liam Neeson for the next three years. It's going to be exciting. Time. I saw a trailer for a Liam on that point for a, Le- a new Liam Neeson film. Stuck yeah, in a yeah. car. It's like the transporter. Or yeah. It's got a name that's a one-word name. It looked like every other kind of revenge film that he's done. No, yeah. but I know the difference because I've seen the trailer too. He's got a bomb in a, much like speed. He can't get out of the car. So it's taken, <laughs> but he can only be on the the car phone and drive around. Wow. <laughs> but this was a, this is actually a trailer for a different Great. film that looked a bit like Taken. Yeah. But he's going around killing people. They really have run out man. of ideas, yeah, it's, haven't they? It's, mm. I'm actually looking forward to seeing what comes out of the writer's strike. Like, you know, these things that are a little bit more well, left that, of centre. That's traditionally, like, from the, the writer's strike that killed My Name Is Earl, and I'll never yep. forgive it, the original mm-hmm. one. That's why we got so much obscure crap. The movies that had sat on the shelf for six years. We might get Batgirl because of this. Like, who knows yeah. what yeah, yeah. might come from this be scratching for content. Yep. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, that's why reality TV became so popular at a point. Yeah. Because that first Because there was no writing in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. What? The, what's it called? The lion. The lion no. <laughs> Are you right? Uh, Tiger King? Tiger you... King. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tiger King, yeah. I was going to say, can you smell toast? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was also in line with COVID. It yeah. just hit the yeah. Yeah. When the Series 2 came out, it's like, actually, no, no one, one cares. cares. <laughs> Yeah, Except right. I was really delighted to find out that the other guy who's the sort of rival character had the exact same jacket that Dave has. <laughs> <laughs> that was upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> um, just back to Aquaman toys quickly. The couple of cool, and these are the McFarlane ones, obviously, and some cool looking. Show sponsor. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> King Cordax and a sunken Citadel pirate who's a med- mega fig. Um, some really nice designs. I think they look, they're sort of that. I don't know, Pirates of the Caribbean style of mm. crustacean, crustacean yeah. merged with humanoid form. Is there form? a Patrick Wilson? What's he, Seamaster or Sea? Ocean Master. Ocean Master. Yeah. yeah. Is he in there? He's not in there. No. Nah, Black Manta and then three different versions of Aquaman. Everyone listening owes us a five-star review on Dave's video, Graveyard. If it turns out that Patrick Wilson, much like Ben Mendelsohn, is a secret bad guy oh. in the next movie yeah okay he'll be the loki character i reckon where it's like yeah. he'll double cross. never a secret bad guy what are you Shh, talking about? shut up mate <laughs> the thinker <laughs> no i bet you that's what's gonna happen yep Very all right cool. we're gonna stick on mcfarlane news now as we get closer to the much anticipated june part two show sponsor by daniel villeneuve um he's released another set of his june figures i don't think the first wave did that well but it was so these all... aren't from the sequel well, these these are... are from the sequel, yeah. So he had right. Wave 1 from the first film, um, and now he's got the sequel films. The big one is um, Fade Rowther, mm. played, but, but played by Austin Butler. I'm so excited to see how Todd 
gets a spawn and a Batman with giant capes into his Dune run of toys. Because <laughs> that's all he does. Yes. It'll be a two-pack of yeah. some, some description. It'll be the sandworm. Yeah. Like, sandworm with a big he's, yeah. he's shy Halad and he is Batman with a cape <laughs> on the corner of the top of a building. Yeah, good. There, there's a couple of re-releases here from what it looks like. Um, the Paul and Chennai figure pretty much just look like they've got some cloth goods now um, and maybe a bit of a repaint. Yeah, really the only thing that's new and exciting that I can see is the the Fade Rowther and something that's new but not as exciting is the Christopher Walken as Emperor... That's, that's Shadam. That's Christopher the Force. It looks like an Judy old grand... Yeah, it looks like <laughs> Judy Dench, yeah. <laughs> Shadam the Fourth. Has and Austin Butler stopped talking like Elvis yet? No. Well, this was shot before. It, I or? think he does his acceptance <laughs> speeches in the voice of Elvis yeah. these days. We go to get this bash. Bash Malone. Yeah, there's a couple of two packs of Gurney, Halleck, and Raban two pack. Um, so, for, Christopher, sorry, I haven't yeah. seen Dune that doesn't have Sting in it. Yes. Christopher Walken's in it. Yeah, so they've that they've because weapon of choice. Yep, the fat boy slim song. Yeah, yeah. is about June, and the music video is, is Christopher walking down. I don't remember yeah. the video. Walk without it's... vibration, you won't attract the worms. Yeah, so all the lyrics are about June. <laughs> what? That is some amazing casting. It is, isn't it? Change my yeah, life. I love it. Oh my god! Is, is that the one where he's flying around yes, the room? Yeah, yes. it's yeah. an amazing of video joy. clip. It's great, yeah. great there. It's really cool. I wonder yeah. if that was his audition tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, the Denis Villeneuve version of June is split into two parts. Interestingly, the first part doesn't it's feature June a number and July, of the characters. I think yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. July. July. <laughs> um, June part one didn't feature the Emperor, even though I guess they could have if they'd done it like the book they mm-hmm. could have put in fade rowther and the emperor and even princess I- irulan but they chose to basically cast them for part two so yeah unfortunately the figures have just they're not the greatest mm. likenesses in a day and age where likenesses can be so yeah. spot yeah. on now that that, <laughs> that's, uh, that that's not one of them yeah, yeah i just pointed out i'm like yeah it's really not is jared leto kicking around as a figure is that can i zoom no in? No Jared Leto. So even in the movie, no, or did I make no. that up? Yeah, you made I'm thinking no. of Blade Runner because it's got Batista in it. Yeah. My brain is yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll file that under things I don't care about. Said, "Who is this a figurine of?" Like, oh, wow. would never the name Christopher Walken. <laughs> Davey hasn't seen it. Okay, which one's even Christopher Walken? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that Josh Brolin? Yes, it is. Josh Oscar Brolin. Isaac. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then so Timothy like, Chalamet. So they do yep. know how to do it. Go uh, up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't know anything about Dune. That's Batista. Yep. Because they've just like sprayed one of the, <laughs> the Guardians figures. of Galaxy yeah. figures. Yep. Zendaya. Yep. Um, they look really good. That guy's good heaps good looking with the beard. That one is horrible. I'm guessing that is Elvis. Yeah. And that is the. Javier Bardem was the other one. Oh, yep. okay. He looks good with the beard. Um, And that is the. Thing out of Prometheus, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. No, pretty much, yeah. It is the monsters out of I Am Legend. Yeah. Yes. Is that monster in Dune? And then yeah. consider <laughs> how good they all were, and look at the Christopher Walken one again. No. Nah. That is <laughs> Esme Watson. <It's> <laughs> <laughs> have a fat face in i don't no. understand how that's maybe there's likeness rights around christopher walken mm, not a bad shout 
Can anyone do a Christopher Walken impersonation here? In the room? No. I'm not going to try. I feel like I could do I know I can't. Come on. You've started you, this conversation. Yeah. You want to do this. When, I mean, when, when the likeness you're, you're the guy on that face is not my face. That's... <laughs> And then he's a bit more like, <laughs> and he carried that watch up his hand for 15 years. <laughs> there you go. You can do it. That is Al Pacino. <laughs> what's, that, what's that from? That's from Pop Fiction. Pop Fiction. <laughs> yeah. You just sounded like Al Pacino and he. Just a great big ass. I've been watching. I love the way his face lights up at that scene. It doesn't make sense. What's. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, spoiler alert, Heat's really good. It's a pretty yes. new movie, so get on it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're breaking news here on Toy Power Podcast. Oh, absolutely. The latest. Stop talking about Dune, Trent. No, one no cares. I still <laughs> stop trying to make it a thing. It's it fantastic. Thing. It's a great film. Yeah, this will be, for me, I, it got pushed back. It was originally yeah, a 2023 December mm. release. I think it's gone to March 2024. But this, when you, when you say, what are you getting excited about? It, it, June is one for me. I've listened to Toy Power for long enough to know you didn't see the first one till way, way, way after it came out. You did not care. You saw it and you're like, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> so shut your face. <laughs> no, no, no. I did see it late, to be honest. But there were there were things like COVID and cinema restrictions. All right. I didn't realise it was bring your excuse to work, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Moving on to... What was this thing called? PulseCon? Yes. PulseCon. Hasbro PulseCon. Yeah, okay. So this is a... That's that Christopher Walken figurine again. <laughs> <laughs> Which one it's, are you looking at? It's em- the Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> um, PulseCon was, ha- was happening pretty much right now. Mm. So the reveals just dropped for us today um, and some really cool stuff. We'll start off with Star Wars. I think this was the first thing that was really interesting was a poll that Hasbro put up on the screen. Just a poll? Yeah, a poll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which star do you get to in this goalpost? <laughs> <laughs> Which segment are you most excited to hear about today? So they got the, the audience attendees to vote. Um, 26%-ish said the 3.75-inch vintage collection style line. The vast over, I think it's close to, what, 60, almost, 65? No, nah, it's almost 70%. 70%, I 70% yeah. said lunch. Six inch. <laughs> the six inch black series. And whatever the difference was, like the very small proportion on the role play stuff. So six. I, I'm mm. surprised by that. Yeah. I didn't know six well, inch there would was, be so Because everyone seems to be so complaining big. about the black series and they need to do something yeah. different. But obviously people still want it. And people like people it. People are keen to buy it. Yeah. Like, even if it's not great. Um. Well... This is interesting. In the, yeah. the couple of figures I've been really waiting for out of Ahsoka mm. are Balin and Haiti Shin. I think Haiti Shin is the apprentice. Yeah. Balin Skull. And we got the reveals for those figures today. Balin is absolutely brilliant. Looks exactly, exactly like um, the character. Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. Yeah. Oh. Looking looking great. Rest and in peace. Rest yeah. in peace, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a real shame that um, he won't he won't be um, involved beyond season one because he's, he's, he's awesome. the standout. He's so good. Oh, they'll probably CGI's face on a thing and oh, just yeah. keep him Lucas going. now owns his digital rights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, digital. People don't die in the Lucasfilm verse. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thomas Jane or one of the other Punishers because he was a fantastic underrated Punisher. Thomas Jane. Punisher Warzone mm, yep. is 
terribly amazing. Right. <laughs> and it's an unsung classic. The that Punisher? I think needs, no, The Punisher Wars. Second Punisher. Oh, the second oh, one, yes. Yeah. With Jigsaw? Yeah. Yeah. The movie's terrible, but <laughs> shout out to that movie. I thought it was. Yeah, I, look, I, I think, I don't know with the colours of the, the film or the TV show, but the Shin Haiti figure just looks way too light. Mm. Like her it, costume it comes looks out here almost like, like a, an off-white. Off yeah. I don't think the background of these toys do them any justice, though. Yes. I think you're, you're grey on grey and grey yeah. on black. They're all grey. It's, it's yeah. too... You need some colour in there to offset them from yep. their um, costumes. Yep, agreed. Yeah. So, that, but anyway, very exciting to get those two. Um. Then we had a whole heap of reveals from that three and three quarter inch line from Ahsoka. So all those the, look so cool. Yeah, all the same cool characters um, from that. Thrawn's getting a figure, which is which is pretty but cool. It's done, looking at the card, it's done in the Rebels. It's done in the because Rebels. Yeah. At this point, he hasn't even shown up on the TV show yet. Are they selling any life-size Rosario Dawson's? Yeah, asking I'm going to need some of those. <laughs> asking for a me. They're doing, they're doing the version without the headband. So you are Don't the two percent that voted for the premium <laughs> role players. <laughs> yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are these droids? What's the droids one we're looking at? Trent, do you know those? What's the droid? Galaxy Heroes. Who's the Stormtrooper oh, yeah, with the gold Heroes. face? Yeah. Oh, um, Captain Enoch. Captain Enoch. Yeah, can you zoom in on that, Scotty? The, there's, it seems to be a new line called Galaxy Heroes. Mm. There's right? some massive fan service in this. Like They've picked some really cool, weird stuff. It's HK-47. Mm. He's just a gun. H- hey? <laughs> no, HK-47. is a gun. He's not a gun. Yeah, but that is a gun, though. What do you mean? Oh, is it really? Oh, right. Okay. Isn't it AK-47? Oh, might be. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. It's just a bigger gun as you get deeper down the alphabet. It's the most powerful version. This is my favourite podcast because you guys know so much and so little Yeah, there's a two-pack coming out with a... Jedi version of Darth Revan. Tupac, comes... now he's dead. <laughs> wow. And then HK-47, so he's a droid from the game. Um, that's the Knights of the Old Republic game. And a so very a gun. Cool... No, no, stop it. You <laughs> know... so annoying. Yeah, that you is... should not let us on here. Um, it's your own fault. HK-47 is one of the droids from that game. So you, it's it like was... you assemble your team, you go around, and much like the Ahsoka show with that really cool new droid voiced by David Tennant. He's like a really cool character in that game. Is the female Darth Maul with the large chest in anything yet? Do you know who I'm talking about? Darth Maul. I know the one, Darth Talon, I believe. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, Darth Talon. Can someone let me know when she's on streaming? (laughs) Premium role play. (laughs) That too. I remember a friend of the show, Jamie Peak, used to have a life-size statue, and I'm like, this is so inappropriate. <laughs> was it a bust? Or was yeah, it, a, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was one of those premium statues yeah. about this big. Yeah. And even I was like, you've got this in a toy room, man. Like, <laughs> everything <laughs> else here is a toy. I saw that character was that, and I was like, who's that? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, the other cool thing was the director <laughs> Krennic. <coughs> figure that's coming. I thought that looked pretty cool. Excuse shout me, out, mate. Shout out to Emily Lind, Mendo. who is uh, <laughs> a big uh, Krennic collector as well. I secretly build the Death Star, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad guy. <laughs> so he won't do Christopher Walken, but Mendo, he's Mendo. all over Mendo, yeah. 
I think a Mendelssohn should be what you call a bad guy that's secret, a good guy that's secretly a bad guy. It's a Mendelssohn. Yeah, Yeah. a Mendelssohn, yeah. (laughs) Now, he looks cool. There's a chopper in there, and I forget the name of the new droid from Ahsoka. He's got, like, a Japanese-sounding name. Mm. Careful. No, I'm just saying. I don't know. Anyone know? No, we've all been watching. We've all been watching. <laughs> watching. Yeah. Everyone's so uncomfortable. No one's going yeah. no <laughs> no to no one's touching that. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Someone else keep talking. All right. So the other thing that was revealed at PulseCon was a whole <laughs> bunch of Marvel Legends. Now, uh, a lot of this is from the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Some of these figures, controversially, the actual Spider-Man figures themselves had already been done in a three-pack that was like super expensive, super hard to get, Amazon exclusive, all that stuff. And now, of course, if you just wait it out another six months, they all come out individually. And so some people are really happy. Some people are pretty mad. I think at this point, if you're getting getting tricked by the model, they've spent the money on tooling. They're going to re-release it. They're going to do it again. Don't don't panic. Don't panic. You can just get just about everything these days with a bit of patience. Who Yang, by the way? Dear Playmates, please release Scratch the Cat and watch these two totally backpedal sticking up for the model. (laughs) (laughs) There's I'd love a, to. I'm, I'm, gonna, like, I'm not going to backpedal. I want a, <laughs> I right. want a scratch figure. <laughs> I want one that I can uh, pay $20 for. feel better about myself. Um, one of the things, these uh, one figure of this wave was leaked, which was the um, Green Goblin with... Um, oh, what's his bloody name again? Green Goblin? Willem Dafoe. Thank you. I don't know why I blanked on that. Willem Dafoe. And someone had sort of obviously snuck it out of the factory in the box and everything. But because the box had a bit of a ding in it, people were going, nah, it's a fake. It's, oh, it's right. not real. And I'm just like, really? Like, it looked pretty legit. Like, why would you go to the, why would you go to the of- extra yeah. level of a ding? Exactly. Right. So, yeah, it was weird. But we get uh, William Defoe, we get uh, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, as he appears in that movie, with complete with the tentacles that can actually move. They're not just solid plastic Love ones. that character. Um, he's he's so wonderful. cool. Yeah. Uh, then we get a wave of I'm not sure what the builder figure for this wave is. Oh, it's some. Is it Detroit is it... Steel? Is it the down the bottom uh, of the picture there? No, I don't. I think Detroit Steel was like an individual release, but there's mm. this weird. I don't even know what it is. Like it's Venom like, or Carnage? Yeah, or something. it's, it's like a Venom right. Carnage hybrid that just here. looks too much like an actual spider for me to even consider purchasing it. Um, but in the wave itself, we get uh, Namor, but it's a very nineties version it. of Namor. He's got I think that's big the long hair. Namor I've he's ever got seen. he's got these almost shredder esque sort of arm guards. He looks he looks like Nemo <coughs> Namor, and he's pissed off. Um, so that's pretty cool. We get Namorita, which I think is his sister cousin cousin. There you go, Namorita. Yeah, that's actually her name. It's original. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a very classic version of Vision. Uh, we get Crystar, which is one of the ones we talked about earlier. We get a really vintage-looking Black Panther. He's actually got yellow sort of like eyes like you would see on like a Batman figure sort of thing. Um, a character called Justice I know nothing about. And the Squadron Supreme, is it Power Princess? Is that the one? Mm, yep, that's yep. the one. Which is basically Wonder Woman in the Marvel Universe. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, basically all the chat has been about these Spider-Man No Way Home figures. Um, I think there was also, I was thinking I've gone past it, but yeah, there was, you could get, what's his name? Uh, Matt Murdock, um, as he was seen in the film, like you get all three versions of Spider-Man with all the Toby and, uh, Andrew Garfield as well. Um, Sandman. And yeah, Sandman. That is Sandman. 
Yeah, of course yeah. it's Sandman. Sandman, it doesn't have a, a, a waist joint is the only thing I noticed. And yeah. maybe that's to preserve sort of the, the look of the figure. He's got like an ab crunch joint, which tip, not um, I think you've seen on the, the, a lot of the DC figures. Yeah. But anyway, um, and uh, yeah. What's her name? His girlfriend. Mary Jane. Zenda, another no, Zendaya. MJ. Yeah. Zendaya, yeah. So yeah. I will not be buying any of them. I'm sticking to my guts. <laughs> <laughs> they do look cool, though. Those they, they great. The, the Green Goblin and the Doc Ock look amazing. Yeah, they look really cool. Great facial likeness, yeah. so, I have to say, so well done. I want someone to make me a custom Alfred Molina Boogie Nights figure out of the <laughs> Doc Ock. No, I, w- yes. I want him from Species. Yes. Oh. Yes. God, he's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is. Shout out, Alfred. All right. G.I. Joe Classified. Got some really, really cool reveals couple of uh, the Dreadnoughts in there, which is pretty exciting for me. Um, so we got a six-inch General Hawk. Um, Buzzer, Ripper, Helix, Shockwave figure pre-orders went up. And then it's not on the run sheet, but I saw uh, there was another set of releases as well. Um, and my G.I. Joe name knowledge isn't that great, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I had one of them as a kid. It was like... Um, Techno Viper, yeah, 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 Quick Kick, Techno Viper. Yep. Yep. Are they doing a a re-release of Corpse? Any chance? No. (laughs) But you know what? Speaking of that, the Corpse movie would be awesome. Do you pronounce the P? I always have. Corpse. The Core. Yeah. The Cores. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) On the the flip side. Transformers have released sort of Rock Lords type yes, characters. I saw that. Oh, wow. And they're like, oh, wow, finally Rock Lords are getting their uh, debut in modern figures. And mm. there's two figures that are very rocky in um, characteristic, uh, you know, robot version. But they still turn into they, a truck. They transform into vehicles. What? It's like, I want a rock. <laughs> the yeah. whole internet's blowing up because they it's don't like, transform it's, it's into like a, It's like a truck, <laughs> but it's got like rocky panels yeah. on the side yeah. of it and stuff. And you're like, like look at like like a lane, guys. Max like, style. Next to you, like, these are our machine mans that we're So I just think that's funny that, uh, yeah, it's come full circle when they're, yeah, they can't get it right. right. There'll be a scene in the next Transformers where they have to hide as fast food and they'll release them (laughs) the McDonald's toys. And then then (laughs) Max will have that ad at the start, like, we've we've impeded uh, these movies. Big Boa was another one. Yeah, They got a release, looks great. Helmet off. Unmasked head, which I thought was really cool. Obviously didn't get an unmasked head. Yeah. Yeah, quick kick, and there was a parachuting one, I think, as well. I believe there's a a uh, bowler that an original yes. one that came out with a kangaroo, with a kangaroo, yeah, the Aussie so, bowler. Yeah, yeah, that is spot on. Yeah, um, but I don't think the big bowler figure came with his punching bag, right? Which okay. was part of the original figure. That yep. was a yep. slight disappointment for mm. me. But the yeah, uh, the old head. One one of the. I, um, again, I'm pretty terrible with names like Law and Order or um, You're Junkyard, right. Junkyard and, and, his, and, his, and dog. his dog. His dog is yes. amazing. It's like yes. a pit bull mm. and it's got two faces, two like heads. one snarling yeah. face and a oh, regular, okay. um, you know, like uh, looking face. It looks sensational. It looks like a proper, you know, sculpt. It looks like, a pro- like an actual dog. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. Amazing. yeah it is amazing. Do you yeah. think the movie teased in um, whatever Beast Wars movie was called? Rise of the Beasts. Oh, yeah. Do you think the G.I. Joe they teased in the end of that movie will well, ever eventually? <laughs> I don't care. Is what? Sorry? What did they tease? Movie... I'd explain for those that 
You never saw it? No, I didn't see that. I can't see that. Spoiler alert for a movie that if you were going to see it and you listened to Toy Power Podcast, the ship has sailed, you've already seen it. And how do you actually spoil a Transformers movie? You don't watch it. Right? So the guy that's best friends with the robot main character helps save the Earth from Unicron and then a, a government agent pulls up and goes, we'd like you to come and work on our team. Gives him a business card. He looks at the business card and it says G.I. Joe. There you go. Right. And, they, and they do that, don't they do that Austin Powers thing? Yes. Where like the wall, they're in this, like what looks it's like the a men crappy in black, trailer. Men in Black 2. And oh, then right, these yeah. secret, like, secret doors open and there's just guys training and fighting and shooting. I'm like, where's a guy with a flamethrower? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I just always wanted to open a door where people were training like this. <laughs> yeah. um, I really hope the next movie features someone's crutch getting snapped off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To make it a legit G.I. <laughs> Joe movie. Their thumbs well, just breaking. Someone gets twisted in half <laughs> and their rubber band snaps. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's his code name? <laughs> Nugget Pouch. Nugget Pouch. <laughs> code name Nugget Pouch. <laughs> the other thing that I'm going off memory here because I didn't put in the run sheet because it just came out today. But oh, okay, do half your job there. Scarlet got a re- a re-release. So oh, she's from getting, wave one. Yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah, they've gone full circle back to the original toy. Oh, I, oh, the design and colours oh, and everything, okay. and they're releasing her on a retro yeah, right. card. I honestly think GI Joe Hasbro, this classified range, has really hit the ground running. Now they have mm. just found their, you know, Or well, is it just updating the, the original toy? Yeah. Not yeah, but, but, but class, you know, like ultimate, ultimate. But they're just pumping them out like to the specs that people want yeah. and and mm. things. And but it took them know, a while to. They thought they could uh, rewrite, the, modernize it, modernize, you know, yeah. rewrite the color scheme and things. But you know, the fans and that's fans, you know, said yeah. they didn't want that. Yeah, and they listened eventually, and then um, now they're doing you know fantastic work on them. So nice, yeah. yeah. Anyway, very cool. All right, I think that's that's it. That's all I had on the run sheet anyway. And the stuff you didn't have on the run sheet. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Breaking news. I had a big day today, actually. I had a lot on. Oh, I'd actually see this film. I hadn't seen it yet. You hadn't seen the film? I hadn't seen it yet. All right. Should so, we do this then? Let's do it. May the force be with you. Why fans say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza? As you can see. All right, well, it's time to get into the movie review, which is Mutant Mayhem, the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Animated. Animated yes. in a very yep. unique style. We got some numbers. Anyone got numbers up? Ooh. Do we get internet in this no, shed? Numbers. There are no. four, four turtles. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> How many mutants in total? I Enough the, for mayhem. I saw the joke there and I'm like, nah. <laughs> Lowest hanging fruit. Uh, <laughs> <I'm laughs> Um, I cannot sing high praises for this movie. Okay, so let's. I didn't okay. know you liked turtles actually. It's it's a very different take. How did you find that? Like with with all the other, do you think it's refreshing that they've just gone a? With like obviously experiencing it, watching it with my kids, a different thing. But seeing it grab them, which is exactly what it's made to do, yep. and mm-hmm. our generation needs to remember that that's not always going to be made for us. But the fan service, I'd say it's up there with 2012 Turtles, the amount of fan service that is in. Yeah. The likes of, I don't know if you want to get right into it, but the likes of like um, Ice, um, Ninja Rap Ninja being Rap. used. Yeah. 
Um, just so many, so many references to the original, so many jokes that like tie over to the pretty much the entire canon of Turtles. I, I thought it was handled so well. And honestly, I, I believe Fresh already touched on it, but I would love to have seen what Darren thought of them using the He-Man meme song yes. in a Ninja Turtles movie in such a funny way. Because, you know, when uh, the Four Non Blondes What's, What's going, going On song yeah. Yeah. and it goes Haywire, yeah. that yeah. was originally a He-Man, yeah. like, news ground video. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's why they did the Laughing Prince Adam figure. It was based on that. That you, you got a blank look in your face. How do you not know? No, this? no, I know, no, I know. You know, I, know. Oh, I, know. I just didn't know. No, I didn't know it was a He Man. I, I didn't know they were referencing that. Yeah, but yeah, I figured cool. they had to be. Oh, right? yeah. that, well, that's where the origin of that song came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you mentioned about numbers. I have. We did. I did get a little bit of internet in here. Um, worldwide, it's done 167 million dollars. Okay. So, to me, that is, I know they've for an already, animated film. Yeah, 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 that that's pretty big. I know they've already commissioned a couple of, at least one, maybe two spin-off series. One they've announced Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and another one that's going to be villain centric. And believe. speaking nice. about trailers for trailers, Ooh. they released the logo. For yeah, yes, <laughs> the yeah. Tales of the TMNT. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think um, you know, which I'm sure we'll get into the uh, post credit scene eventually. But yeah, there's going to be a sequel with that sort of money behind oh. it. Yeah, uh, for me, it was very refreshing uh, watch. I love the animation. I, you know, within three seconds, I was used to it. You know, it didn't yeah. take me any time to warm up. But more importantly, it was the first uh, introduction to the series for my kids, right? And mm. those you talk about, you know, internet uh, advertising saturation and things. You know, my kids watch YouTube. I cannot stop them from doing it. But there were so many Ninja Turtle, Mutant Mayhem, little five-second clips mm. all the time, you know, baiting them constantly. And, and it went from Alice being, okay, I want to see it, to Scarlet wanting to see it as well. And, you know, they both came and loved it and were quoting it afterwards. It was a perfect mix of their level music, like their entry point. It wasn't, you know, like classic rock and things like that from our era. It was really modern day uh, upbeat music and things. So they were recognised a lot of the songs. There was a bit where Mikey started singing a BTS song. Yeah. And Lenny lost her mind, like yeah. my daughter. And I was like, really? wow, yeah. they've really cast a wide net with this yeah. one. To the point that... Like, Scarlet's like, oh, I might look up their, you know, um, the album thing on the yeah. soundtrack on Spotify when yep. I get home. Like, I'm just, wow. these are all huge ticks in the right direction that, you know, they've done all the right. Uh, it's all right, Casey. Thing. You can open a beer if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> we all heard it. It was so, so discreet. I love how I'm like, <laughs> into the mic, but I'll be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul, Paul Engelman got a shout out in this with the Take It to the Limit. Oh, originally from enough, the Scarface soundtrack. Yeah. Ben and I, when we went and saw that mega collection out yep. in northern suburbs mm. about a month ago, yeah. while we were there, he had a playlist playing and that song began. And I was like, this is from a movie. It's driving me crazy. And me and Ben walked around not being able to concentrate yeah, on the thing, the... trying to remember. I'm like, it's from Scarface. Yeah. And the girl's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's the film clip. Showed us. I was like, I haven't thought of this song for about 20 years. But it was made famous when... by The Simpsons with their couch gag. Have you seen The Easy Rider? Couch gag? No. Where there's one of the great, you got to look it up after this, but basically they sit down on the couch and the couch goes down. It's just Homer on the couch and it goes into the ground and it comes out and it's like he, done as an 80s action cop show. Oh, right. And so, but all the animation is in that really like 
beefed up style. So Homer's like, really... I do know the one. He's in his speedboat and stuff. Yeah, the yes. speedboat and it's like a Flanders, <laughs> like uh, Miami Vice. Miami type. Vice, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the couch, yeah. it's him and the couch, and they're like high fiving and everything. Yes. So it's, it's it goes for like a minute. It's the best. Yeah. I reckon it's one of the greatest couch gags. But again, what a great montage set of music, you know, to do. Uh, yeah. I think stylistically, top to bottom, they nailed it. Yeah. In yep. so many ways, I really appreciated that. Even though he's not as Asian as Kevin Clash or Tony Shalhoub, I think Jackie Chan did pretty good as Master Splinter. Oh, my God. No, he was the best part of the movie, I thought, because I was like, how's this going to work? He was so good. He was yeah. funny. Like, he was, he was really, really he funny. He nailed everything. Like, yeah. I thought they took elements of that from the 2012 series where Splinter yeah. was that cheeky dad, but also the strict sort of, you know, stereotypical Asian dad. You know, you, you always stay home and this sort of stuff. Um, I thought, yeah, he was he was wonderful. Um, I really loved for a movie that didn't have the shredder in it at all. I was worried. Um, I was worried that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's rip it off. Let's, he's he's right at the end. But for a movie that didn't feature Shredder as the main bad guy, I was like, what are they going to do here? Uh, now everyone's going crazy for these Superfly figures. Everybody wants them because he was, along with Splinter, arguably one of the highlights of the movie as as a villain. Ice Cube's Superfly is. Who would have thought the new character to the film would exactly. steal so much of the movie? He's literally the was, only new character. It was about. fantastic in so many ways. He was evil in all the right ways, just enough. The stakes were high enough, and I, I think it was fantastic. He referenced a famous Ice T song, which I thought <laughs> that is a very deep rap <laughs> reference, and I really appreciated that. It just it was so much fun. Yeah. But with Superfly, what I really liked about it, in a lot like Thanos, he thought he was doing the right thing. He mm. thought well, he for his mutant. He hundred percent yeah. believed in himself that he was doing the right thing. You saw the whole montage with uh, Baxter and things yep. bringing him up and stuff like that. So that was awesome, and and I I genuinely felt that he thought he was you know moving in the right direction and things. So I then conveyed I I sympathised for this character and things. I I thought Rocksteady and Bebop taking the um you know the Mutanimals side a little bit too quickly. I thought they sort of should have. Kept, you know, on it his... sets him up for a fantastic bad guy. Exactly. Because did anyone else watch this and go, this was made in mind of having a sequel? Oh, like, oh, of course. As much course. as it's a fantastic standalone film, this clearly had sequel in its eyes the whole time. Yeah. Mm. Um, I really appreciated that they made the characters so silly that they just worked in yeah. a way. Like, yep. um. I loved Leatherhead being voiced by Rose Byrne in the worst Aussie accent. The biggest Aussie bogan uh, you could ever go for, yeah. And then, the you know, what they did with Scumbug, where it's just unintelligible. Just, just noises <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. gross factor. Yeah. Ray Filet. Like, all those side characters who, let's be honest, didn't get a lot of uh, character development, which how could you when the cast yep. is so big and there's a lot of famous If you people, told me as an old man they're that... They've all they've all had their own thing. Yeah. I'd be championing... Um, Post Malone just singing Ray Filet yeah. every chance he gets. Yeah. I was like, that sounds something my kids would love. I hate it. Yep. Watched it. I was like, that's awesome. He bad. won me over. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And how Mondo Gecko gets along with Mikey so quick. Like that, that yeah. was a bit, yeah. that intro was extended because of the interaction Mondo and Mikey had. I, yeah. I love that. I couldn't stop thinking because famously, Frank, you are the biggest fan of 2003 Turtles mm -hmm. in the history of the world. Every time they mentioned Cynthia Utron's name, I was like, oh, Frank tingles every time they say Utron. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
Yes, uh, that's another one that's set up for the sequel because, you know, the, why does she... And what I love is you even notice her glasses are meant to mimic the the Krang sort of android body and she's got her hair has got, almost got a little, like, antenna oh, sort of point to it. I didn't pick up on that, like, yeah. just, So it's sort of homaging both yeah. the, the, the Fred Wolf stuff as well. Mm. Like, yeah, very, very cool. But the four brothers, they start out, like, very much like teenagers who've never been in a real fight. They're actually things, played by they, teenagers, what, for the yeah. first time ever? yeah. And and they, they, they sort of bumble and, you know, trip over and accidentally win the fight the first round. And then they build up, they go through the, you know... The training the, montage. The, the, yeah, the characters, <laughs> the the bad guys, you know, to find Superfly and things. But each of them, if you watch it closer, each of them have their own fighting montage throughout the thing. So it'll mm. show, like, Leo first and then Mikey and then Donnie and uh, all that. I, I thought that was really well done the same... showing how they use their weapons and how, you know, they... Yeah, I thought it was really just... Fantastic. I absolutely loved the scene that rather than having four different fights as they yep. go through the henchmen, yeah. it was perfectly intercut yeah. and it all flowed where all four were montaged together into the one fight scene. Yes, mm. yes. That was done so but, well. But, but but they, were, they were different yeah. characters, yes. villains fighting. It was basically they found out there was three underbosses they had yeah. to basically get on top of to find out who the superfly was. That's right. And rather than presenting it in three different scenes we get just the one scene yeah yeah where it's all three of them i thought it was done yeah, so yeah. well same same loved it loved it what and do it, you think casey was what was your great. favorite bit uh, my favorite bit was the preview that i saw because that's the one <laughs> it looks cute though it's, it sounds like they've done a great reboot of a franchise aimed at today's kids yeah, to get yeah. them re-loving it all over again. But the whole time they're going, yeah, we remember you 40-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, they did. It's made by people our age, the So it's for the parents, but it's for the kids as well to yeah. enjoy what dad likes, as, you know. Yeah. Let's all do it together and everybody has fun. No, yeah. Toy wise, that's really sweet. I love that. Mm. Toy-wise, if we don't get Superfly's hot rod car, I'm going to be oh, super yeah. upset. Yes, yeah, that'll be... Oh. Because yep. we've got some of the bikes that uh, Rock City and Bebop ride on, don't we? Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yep. And the toys at the moment going crazy cheap at the wow well, ten dollars ten dollars Kmart Kmart and stuff. They're yeah. flying off the shelves. Well, one yeah. thing one thing that bothered me was because I bought the Lair when it first came out. In the artwork on the Lair, Wingnut's actually in the artwork. Like yeah. the the backdrop of the city has Wingnut flying. Mm. I'm like, well, we're clearly never going to get a Wingnut figure. And now that we do, and I'm just do. annoyed. I'm like, yeah. I don't have to glue it over, over, over the top of the artwork. <laughs> Why are they two wing nuts? Yeah, like, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that struck me was the the heart, and I know we talk about you know what makes a Ninja Turtles film hmm. feel authentic and feel like it's you know a Ninja Turtles film, and I think we've talked about this many a times. But it's that connection to the fact they're outcasts. It's a Ferris, know, Ferris Bueller. Like, I love that that was their reference point for, like, feeling left out. Dave yeah. loves that movie. Yeah, yeah, I thought of you, Dave. And... <laughs> of course, the only bit of live-action footage is the actual Ferris Bueller really? at the cinema. pissed me right off. <laughs> I cannot believe the joke has never been touched upon that was in this movie. Spoiler alert. Hmm. The turtles have to write down human names, <laughs> so they just write Leon, Ardo, Michael, <laughs> oh my God. Angelo. Angelo. And I was yeah. like... That's amazing, John. I appreciated the shit out of this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you'll allow me just to go back to a point Sorry. I was making. No, that's okay. It's good. Free flowing. What well, was the heart? Right, I think I the, should talk. <laughs> was the um? What did you guys all think? The, the heart of the brothers, right? Yes. They're outcast together, but that camaraderie that they had, and they really set it up like there was. A, it was a, 
like quite an emotional moment where they've just watched the Ferris Bueller film, like as outcasts, yeah. come home, don't, you know, humans are bad, that sort of thing. And they're sort of walking through the sewers and it was the music and the tone and mm. you really, like they, I think they can miss that in a lot of films these days. Yeah. That emotional connection where you go, I'm rooting for these guys. I want them to, you know, save the day so they can be accepted and I've got that arc for them. And I just think you can't kind of downplay how important that is thematically for the film to mm. be successful, that you have that. A lot of these action films, they just sort of miss that connection. Yeah, yeah. And then like for me, like, you know, Transformers, for example, I just don't care. I just don't care about the yeah. characters. Mm. I just, whereas this I'm invested and I felt like, taking my kids there, they could feel that sort of emotional arc. What do the boys think of it? Because they've famously been a bit sort of ambivalent about turtles and stuff. Yeah, look, I think they really enjoyed it. And and it was interesting, you know, Callum, my oldest, doesn't like movies. Yeah, he just, he, I had to kind of almost drag him Robbie, along, whereas yeah. Robbie, Robbie loved it and he, you know, would have loved it. But it was really interesting at the end, Callum came out and he's like, yeah, I would have, I would have gone on, I don't know, you know, kind of like sided with Superfly. Yeah. Like, he was really torn, wow. like, about the fact, because, you know, like, Superfly, when they first meet, they're meeting, like, another mutant. They're like, oh, long lost You're cousin. You're one of us. Yeah. One of us. And yeah. then, like, they go to the bowling alley, yeah. and they're mm. playing, and the games, and then he kind of slowly reveals his stuff. Mm. And you can sort of see how they're kind of going, yeah, you know, we want to play along. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I, I just go along with it. I just, you know, commit <laughs> mass genocide. <laughs> sure. Oh, I'm cool. It's all good. Yikes. Do you think that the new art style for you guys, did it take away from the nostalgia and the feel of it or did it kind of wipe the slate for a new vibe of the film? Because it's heard, very visually different. I've heard yeah. the art style being described as if a kid was drawing this. Yeah, teenager. And, literally, and the one that jumped out to me is right at the start of the film, I think there's a panning shot coming down and you get the street light and it starts flashing red. And yeah. you can literally see it's like, a scribbled a line scribble. of red that doesn't fit perfectly oh, in the circle, yeah. okay. and then that's just sort of yep. flicking on so and off. So it's got a juvenile kind of yes. approach yeah. to yep. it. Yeah, it does. And, so and a lot of there's a lot of asymmetry, even yeah. in yeah. even like you know with a bug, it makes sense. But even just the newsreader's face is like all at, like it's been angles. drawn quickly, like yeah, okay. it, it doesn't match. Mm. And it, it's like I think for me, it sets the scene that this is something new and different, and just kind of like leave what you've got in the past. Yeah, if we and do this things a bit, bit different. It's completely cool. refreshed. Yeah, and and I, I like I was saying, you know, the the take on Master Splinter, I think it was brilliant. Like the performance yeah. from Jackie Chan was fantastic. Mm. And that scene, there's a scene where the you know the the boys are going out a lot, and he's sort of getting worried, and, and he doesn't want them out there. Mm. So okay. he's like, I'm going to bring the human world to the sewer. Yeah. Oh, so he gets adorable. these like cardboard oh. cutouts of like. Chris Pine. Aww. He's got like a Chris, Chris Pine, Pine Chris cardboard standee. He, he says something like about Chris Pine. He's like, this is the talented one. This, yeah. this is the best Chris. This is the best Chris. And it's so, it's so sweet, but like he's such a different master splinter to me because he's almost like, you know, he's sitting Well, what there. I loved was because obviously he's a bit of a master when it comes to fighting. Yeah. But he's also so self-conscious and so... Like he doesn't want the kids to leave. Like yeah, it's so like, very a dad reluctant to let teenager yeah. that, that theme is yeah. heavily leaned on in this. Yeah, yeah. like this scene where he throw, that party he throws and they leave, and he's like kind of sad there with the balloons. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh wow, that's so sad. Yeah, yeah. But it's a different splinter to me, where he doesn't have that vengeance arc. No, so he's yeah. not like a, you know. A, a mutated rat that fought, you know, Hamato Yoshi dies yeah, and he's yeah, like yeah, trying yeah, to kill the, the treasure. It, it gives it a very different tone. Yep. 
and it allows him to be that kind of silly dad rather than a, a vengeance-driven kind yep. of, you know, martial yeah. arts expert. Yeah. Now, now away from the movie, just quickly while it's topical, Ben, have you seen the, revis- the revisionist history on Shredder that's going around online at the moment? Yes, yes, I have. I it's love it. Incredible. I, 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 it explains I've, how. I love that I've been tagged by like <laughs> ten <laughs> people. Like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Every time I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's no, that's, that's awesome. a video Thank that explains for, how. Uh, yeah. Splinter's a dick and Shredder's actually totally justified because <laughs> he gives all the foot kids somewhere to live and a father figure and all oh. these things. Oh. And it's so... From much the like, movie, like the 1990 yeah. movie? Oh, yeah. yeah, mostly yeah. from right. the movie, but yeah. it intercuts with like the cartoon and stuff of right. like clips of like Shredder doing nice things and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just amazing because that that's what got the ball rolling with the like of like Cobra Kai because everyone's like, you know, Johnny... Got beaten by yeah. an illegal kick in the karate kick, and now everybody loves this Johnny sh- more so yeah. than Ralph. Well, yeah. this is the this might be the turning point for Shredder. Well, hundred percent, and I we're hitting hardcore spoiler uh, territory here, but Splinter does turn up in the after credits. Shredder, scene. Shred- can you, sorry, it's yep. Shredder. Can you? Try, I I had to take a leap, okay, so I missed so, it. Yep. So Shredder turns up that like the U- Utrom lady. Yep. She's like, oh well, you know, in order to attack this next threat, we might need the Shredder, and then you see this silhouette of Shredder. Right. It's a hundred percent Shredder. There's no one else. Um. So you see him it, like uh, it might over be the... super Shredder. <laughs> I can only hope. Um. So looking over the you know New York City Bay or whatever. So you see this silhouette. So I think my interpretation is he is a hitman for hire. Yeah. Right. I think. So he's. Yeah. Probably as elite and as he's, uh, knowledgeable he's a, yeah. and um, he's an fighting. asset that's used by the Utrons. Yes. Where they yes. said, "Oh, we're out of options," and then yep. the big army goes, "Oh, we have one option left." And, yeah. it's, you know, and how refreshing was it to have the big action piece of a Ninja Turtles movie not be a one-on-four fight, and it's actually a giant monster going through the city? Yeah, like it basically felt a, big a giant Ghostbusters to me at that yeah. point because it was also the New Yorkers aren't that Getting, bad and, yeah. and, all, and start throwing bricks and stuff. I was like, this has got a bit of Ghostbusters too. It does. Uh, that was probably yeah. the, the bit where I was like, mm, okay, I'll let it slide because I love it. If love only they else. rode the Statue of Liberty yeah. with a video game <laughs> yeah. controller. It, it did, but it made sense for the story they were trying to tell. Sure. Which was their redemption arc that, you know, April's done her big news read a thing yeah. and just only done a, a mini spew. Like, you know, she, she hadn't done the full Is spew. this the first turtle movie with a spew montage? I think it was, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it was a good montage. <laughs> but then, you know, there was that whole, we're going to help you defeat, we can see you're the good guys. Yeah. And we're gonna, that little bit where they had the use canister and they're all working together mm, to yeah. get it up to the blowhole. I thought that was, like, I thought it worked for the story yeah. they were telling. And it does put them in a spot that they haven't been before because even in all the cartoons and every other medium, they'll save the world, they'll do all this crazy stuff, but then no one knows who they are yeah. still now. Back into the shadows. They're yeah. literally regular kids going to high school. Now we know they're not going to stay regular in that regard. It but, did, it but did are leaning... They- are they still turtles? Like, are yeah, the other people? Still, like, they still look still like themselves. Though? But at the, one of the scenes at the end of the movie, they're putting on like as you would expect normal teenager clothes, and they're walking in a high school, and people are friendly to them. But, but yeah. the, the other high school students are they humans? Or yeah, are they, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's a regular okay. school. Yeah, okay. but because they saved New York, people aren't they get scared accepted of them anymore. Yeah, even though they're turtles, even yes. though they're mutants. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. a nice. Yeah, there's some nice themes around sort of acceptance. Yeah. And, yeah. Being different. Yeah, being different, yeah. being accepted for yeah. who you are. There was so it. many nice. there were so many little story arcs built up and be like, Oh, how does April overcome spewing? You know, how yeah. does Leonardo <laughs> and that get into high school? Because that's what they want. Yeah. And how does, you know, Splinter accept that the humans are okay? You know, mm. like all these 
a dozen or so little story arcs, all of them came full circle around yep. and were, uh, you know, told, you know, from start, begin, middle and end. I thought that was really, really well done and uh, something that, you know, uh, some films just, they start something and then, oh, that's just, we'll push that over to the wayside because it's not important. Um, but this one seemed to finish them all off, which was awesome. The other thing this movie did that I liked that was different was that, Leonardo was the one who had the crush on April. Previously, I think it's just been about all the other three in yep. different iterations, but it was Leonardo. And the what I loved is the the response it got from his brothers, even just in some of the animation. It wasn't even the, the what the what the actors said, but they were just like, you know, he's he's watching her walk away, and they just elbow the, their bro next to them, just like, mm. oh, here he goes. And I, I love the the interplay between all four of them, like they were played by actual teenagers and from what i understand is they all recorded in the studio as a as as a quartet as opposed to just individually booths so they were able to just riff <laughs> as kids yeah. would like yeah, yeah. wonderful mm. yeah no nah, it was very score good score out of 19 around the room 16.5 oh that's lower than i would expect yeah i'm going to give it a, a 17 and a half i loved it yeah I'm going 18. Yeah. Yeah. Solid 17. I thought it was fantastic. Casey. I'll let Dave do my vote again (laughs) because I don't know. I haven't seen it. Send all hate to uh, DVG. Casey gives it one out of 19. (laughs) I I like the humor. I had a lot of laugh out loud moments in this. And and I just thought, you know, not, not all the humor hit, but a lot of it did for me. And there were some great sequences visually as well. Like that, that, mega mutant monster at the end superfly essentially gets crossed with the whale and then he goes into a zoo mm. when he's dripping with mutagen right <laughs> so like all these yeah like he just more like all these animals mutate onto him and like he's got a leg of horses it's like 40 horses yeah it's like 40 <laughs> horses and there's a great like a brilliant sequence where you know they think they've got the kind of retro mutagen in a gun in a yeah. gun right you know yeah. that's going to convert you back to a non-mutant yeah. thing and you know, like Mikey HK shoots 47. it, yeah, HK47 yeah. <laughs> at this thing, and it goes, and it just hits his leg, and one of the horses like converts and runs, and runs off. <laughs> I, didn't like, I didn't need that. Like it's just, it was really, really fun, and and just kind of like the escalation of you know how things move from sequence to sequence. Yeah. I thought was done really, really well. And like you say, you know, the story you could have had this bit where they go off on this side quest and have to interview all the different goons whereas they just go okay you know what we'll just condense that Throw them all yeah. together. do it in do it in five minutes and yet do it in such a way that is visually but it re- like, br- and like, brilliant like frank said even the first fight it's great that they only win by accident essentially yep. because like there's so many you know a comedy of errors where like they accidentally knock one of the guys out with a motorbike and they and like, it, yeah <laughs> i just thought it was handled really well and they and they also paid homage to that wonderful gag that Donatello has the worst weapon. I yeah. have a stick, guys. Yeah. 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 Everyone knows he's the worst, <laughs> except for the beat 'em up games on arcade, because he's got the best, he's got the the reach. best weapon. Got the reach. Yeah. Um, Scott, has this uh, conversation, you know, changed your mind? You? Yeah, to to at least check it out, <laughs> give it a shot. <clears throat> I've actually watched it. Oh, oh. Kept, he's kept very quiet. Very okay, quiet. give us a quick rundown. Okay. Um, for me, when I watch a film, any film, the first 15 to 20 minutes is critical. If it doesn't captivate me, if I don't find something interesting about it, within if the, the first music's hour, not by Queen, something like that, 
I'm going to be on my phone, on my computer, yeah, or out yeah, mowing no, the lawn. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the good news is, fellas, that I found instantly the animation style captivating. Yep. Mm. Like so fresh and so new. I wanted to watch more straight away just because of the animation oh, side of yeah, things. Yeah. And very early on, there were a couple of scenes in the film because I do understand where the turtles come from. I know what the original story was. And to mm. see something done for me, fresh and new, I don't know if that style has been done previously. To see something fresh and new. I feel like it was done by a Spider-Man, small Spider-Man thing. Was it not? animation no, stuff similar it's similar I, I think but... i think the whole thing around spider-man is they change the animation like it's not your traditional um you know looney tunes animation anymore they've done this like they did that graphic know, novel kind of yeah thing they did that yeah. and then that opened up the floodgates to be like okay we don't have to stick to this traditional time and time again yeah. you know traditional traditional 2d, 2D clean 3D. kind of yeah yeah, yeah we can try if anything i hope else. it's the end of the cookie cutter like um that teenage Kraken and all these movies, they look so uninspired now that yeah. we've seen Spider-Verse and things like that. Yeah. Back to your point. Yes. So I'd so always had issue. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had issue with the stupidity of the original of the turtles, like Splinter, a rat in a cage that learned karate. Sure. Absolutely stupid in my opinion. Okay. It, it's no like lightning storm in outer space gamma ray crap. No, yeah. absolutely not. It's not like a completely untested rocket blasted into space. <laughs> um, so to see. There is a bad guy with a metal face, if that helps. <laughs> well, eventually we'll get to see him, won't yeah. we? <laughs> to see the turtles and Splinter created by mistake, by what becomes the, the ultimate enemy at the end of the film, was just, a, in, for me, a stroke of genius. And I was invested enough at that point to watch the rest of the film. Yeah. I wanted to know where that was going to go, how that was going to play out. I appreciated the scene that basically when Superfly first finds out that the turtles exist, he's like, did you get made by some mutagen falling into a sewer? Mm. <laughs> and they're like, yes. He goes, oh, that must have been the, and he knew the moment that it yeah. happened. I was like, that's good because it basically says, oh, this cliche thing, is that what happened to yeah. you? <laughs> So rating out of 19. And and how many toys do you own of the new Ooh. figures? Uh, I'm going to say I'm happy to give it a 14.5. I will watch this again, okay? Yeah. I've got no problem sitting down to watch this again. Uh, I currently own zero Ninja Turtles toys and I anticipate a purchase of exactly zero Ninja Turtles <laughs> toys in the future. What well, if... I own more than you. Wow. <laughs> what if... <laughs> What if you grow a personality though? Huh? Uh, <laughs> hey, so highly, highly around the room. I could so purchase one. Do you know where to buy one from? <laughs> Let me know if you find out. Um, the first Ninja Turtles movie. What would you rate that out of nineteen? Just nineteen. 19. 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 19, yeah. So that's just no, straight, straight ten out of ten. Yep. It and Terminator Two, twenty out of nineteen. Really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So you're comparing that. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that would be the only reason I gave it sixteen point five. Yeah, it's because it okay. can't get too close to the. 20. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, why I wanted to gauge because like, Johnny Knoxville you know. wasn't Leonardo. So, <laughs> but, but I think I think that's where like it it the big age gap and things for my between my kids and me. Because right? if you so show I your kids up, that, they'll think it's so that, boring. That, and that's oh, yeah. why that yeah. I burnt that bridge. I pushed. Let's watch Ninja Turtles tonight. 
No dad, no, no. Yeah. Let's watch Ninja Turtles. How about we watch Ninja Turtles? This is going on for, you know, <laughs> months, maybe a year on end. Because that's not a movie and for then, children. It's quite a dark film. Yeah, correct. And yeah. then it got to the point where it was, um, you know, anything Ninja Turtles related was a joke. And I realised pretty You're quickly, oh, no, I've done it. I've done it. I've um, pushed too hard. I've pushed one of my passions onto them too much. And they've, uh, you know, rejected it and things. So I then like, okay, I cannot push anything else on them. I, if they want to watch it. You're I... going to have to just start leaving the Alien DVD around. Oh, and I, I, I keep saying yeah. that. I, I, I keep Scarlet, at your age, I had already watched this, yeah. this, and this, and this. And well, much... I already jacked off to species. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know Doc This is not an then. episode of Dave's video, so yeah, so so I that was a big reality check for me that oh no I've pushed this property too much and uh, they've you know rejected it so yeah, I yeah. can't do it anymore so I, they know nothing except mm. for my toy collection and my passion and shredder and all that um, they know nothing about turtles so it was this is why it was so important for this to hit a home run with them yeah and uh, it certainly did and for it to uh, you know be more age appropriate for them. Rather mm. than the night, the what I love, you know, we grew up with '89 Batman, you know, 1990 Ninja yeah, Turtles, yeah, that film noir style um, yeah, stuff. Right. All, all those sort of uh, films. Dick Tracy, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> you know. Um, Do you think it's like you know you'd see your dad's record collection and it would have like Talking Heads in it and you'd be like, well, oh, I don't want to ever listen yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brought that up, like, because you're a big, um, you know, Bat Out of Hell fan. Yeah, uh, you know, hell yeah. So like, I remember. Mum and Dad had that album on vinyl, right? And I just looking at the, staring at this art cover. Oh my god, this must be like the most hardcore yeah. heavy yeah. metal. Was it him so riding a motorbike yeah, yeah. out of hell? Yeah, it's great. And I'm about out of hell. I was yeah. almost scared to put yeah. it on. Like yeah. this is gonna, this <laughs> is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna <laughs> open up a portal. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is gonna yeah. open up yeah. the ground. Yeah. You're expecting Cannibal Corpse. And then one day, you know, we played it, and I was the expectation. What I was ready to hear. <laughs> versus what actually came out of the speakers was, you know, so different, and mm. and I'll, I'll never forget that, you know, it, you know, because what you're saying is what came out of the speakers was so much more. Epic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably so that's why what I'm I like, hearing. That's probably why I love metal all through my, you know, teenage years and things like because it's like <laughs> it was like an orgasm in your ears. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> I had I had a similar thing like seeing a lot of my sister's friends and my older cousin's friends had like heavy metal shirts. So a lot of the bands I'd never heard, but I saw the, the T-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember one of my uh, cousin, Jamie, one of his friends had this dancing shirt and it had the big skull and the yeah, like the horns. I'm like, thing, this is yeah. going to be so scary. And I was saying, thing, I'm like, I'm so scared. Finally, we're like, bam, or it's like poison and it looks like this epic like yeah. skull with the snake and flames and it's all like oh, speaking of species those chicks <laughs> <laughs> those chicks in poison were alright by me <laughs> we should have scared this on the review <laughs> <laughs> just on that quickly look what the cat dragged in uh, open up and say ah, great album by poison 19 out of 19 <laughs> <laughs> the, the music was done by Trent Reznor, wasn't it? Was it Trent? Yeah. Well, how yeah. good was this and soundtrack? Atticus, yeah, yeah. Atticus was, Ross as yeah, well. It's yeah. like 
so the like, soundtrack you, is amazing on this. Yeah, like because they did uh, the Social Network, yeah. and like mm. even, like that's the because they Fisherman, do a lot of but it's motion like pictures, really ambient and stuff. But this was something completely different. Yeah, I yeah. really loved it, but it was just so weird. Like you know, you're expecting you are the perfect drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was quite poppy. I liked it. Yeah, no, it was good. It, well, it obviously, almost, to me, suits. it almost felt inspired by the original cartoon because you know that real wacky synthesizer yeah. thing going on. There was a bit of that going on with this. I liked it. Yeah, very Speaking good. Speaking of old movies and cartoons that have been like redone, they've just released the new Toxic Avengers. And yes, I was Peter so Dinklage. Yeah, yeah. have we seen yeah. much no, of that? No, 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 no. still of Elijah Wood looking like penguin. Like the penguin. Yeah. Yeah. They just Who's debuted it in the At the Cannes Festival. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so keen for it though. Is it Peter Dinklage? As the toxic, toxic. he's yeah. toxic. toxic. Yeah. They haven't done and a like it's an like Jacob thing Tremblay is him when he's no, no. um, no. Okay. what's his face? I can't remember his name when he's not toxic. Oh my goodness! Who? Like Melvin. 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 Yeah. Melvin Funko. Yeah, Melvin. Junko is um that Jacob Tremblay. You know that kid. He was in um Good Boys. If you saw that, he was in. He was that little boy in Room as well. Was the one with the weird face kid. Yeah, called Wonder. Augie. Wonder. Yeah. He got brutally oh, murdered right. in yeah. the start of spoiler alert, Doctor Sleep. He got yes. Yes. That's yep. right. yeah. okay. that So kid. he's Melvin. Yeah. Oh, so it's not Peter Dinklage, it's Melvin. So no. He, once no, 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 when he changes, changes into the toxic he's Right. Yeah. There you go. It's gonna be really fun. Well, we're talking about it. Yeah. And I want yeah, figurines. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I wanna see it. There's a new Toxie that's coming out in a couple of months. The five inch one. The five inch. Yeah, that's been teased what? for years. Uh, is that coming out? I know. I yeah, know. It's very similar to shock. the um, to the original one, but yeah. I don't know how they're getting around. It's it's extremely it's similar like the to the Playmates. So they're they're, they're yeah. almost saying it's designed by yeah. Varna Studios. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. might the be how they're doing it. The colors of the Toxic Crusaders mm. are just the best. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. 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 All anyway. right. We're well, we're done. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for coming in for this episode. Yep. That's a couple okay. of, of um, shout-outs. Shout yeah, we've yeah. got some shout-outs. We've got a new Patreon. Frank, if you want to uh, help yeah, me through so that. Yeah, so a new Patreon, uh, Shannon. Um, haven't seen you come up on our Discord, mate. I believe you should have got uh, a link automatically emailed to you. If you haven't, reach out to us um, through the socials and we can get you on our uh, Patreon-exclusive Discord chat and you can have a chat to us. But, yes, thank you very much for... Uh, coming on board and guys uh, i cannot stress stress enough uh, please submit your photo if you're still waiting for you there's two people in the room yep. i'm looking at <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is for us. <laughs> submit your photos for the seventh year in review what are we up to numbers we are so today 50, was yeah. uh, uh, uh number 48 yeah uh, i think that was uh not cornelius but who is it um sorry let cornelius me have a look at my day, numbers yeah. cornelius was today yep yep 40 number 48 so fantastic um uh, wicked like um, MCU collection yeah, and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And I heard um, it on the grapevine that 69 is going to be an entire week. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, tomorrow, that, sorry, we'll as see. of this we'll episode see. drops, uh, that movie that, that, sorry, that movie you like the sequel. So BC Talk, uh, Brendan Crates, mm. uh, his amazing Spider Man collection. So watch out for that, uh, his podcast series. And uh, yeah, so I've got. Do you want 60- me to send in a. As long as we it's do. appropriate. No, do you know what I collect that I've got heaps of? No, we don't Pez. want that. <laughs> 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 All right, get your mind out of the gutter then. Pez, that's cool. This is Pez, a family friendly show, yeah, you guys. So, that's Jeez. I've got 60 photos so far. The aim oh, is 70. We've got to get to right. 70 photos. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, 70 I'll send for 70 years. 
Yeah. Do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Do it. Please, I'll go heaps. please, please. So yeah, please uh, submit a photo to me to the emails. I think Ian sent an email. Yep. Uh, to the Discord, to the um, Instagram. Yeah, wherever Toy Power is, uh, direct message uh, the page or me. That'd be fantastic. Thanks, I was guys. so tempted to take screenshots of Trent's collection from when I filmed it <laughs> and submit that as well. <laughs> well, the room's changed. It probably it did get matter. away with it. So, yeah. These are all yeah. my carded uh, Waterworld figures. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Thanks for having us, guys. Nah, great stuff. Thank you. Um, next week, we're going to team up with Dave's Video Graveyard and again, do a, again. We're going to do a very, very um, divisive film. Who called in sick <laughs> for us to keep getting the caller? Yeah. And it might uh, breach the PG rating. Yeah, so. look, it, it probably will be, a, a, you know, it will have the Dave's flavour. So that. Is all good. What's my flavour? Yeah. We'll have to wait till next episode before we get into that. Burning sweet, fish. Sweet, sweet. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Coles back. Oh, it's late. I was going to say clam sauce. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, Move it on. Right. This is a family <laughs> show. Thank you for everyone for tuning in to an episode, another episode of Toy Power. So great to have your company and to all our patrons. Thank you for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. Stay safe, take care, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time. Good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.